Peace, family. Welcome back to the ABS Brothers. My name is Brother Ben X. And I'm Dr. Jake Taylor Jacobs. And I'm Brother Winford X. And today, man, we're going to be talking about how to build the culture because last episode we talked about how to build a team. But uh, the culture behind that team and the brotherhood behind the team and sisterhood, but today we're going to be talking about brotherhood, is very important. And I think that when it comes to building a team um, and creating an organization that a lot of people want to come be a part of, we think that it has a lot to do with processes, systems, and structure. And although those things are important, the culture is what keep everybody accountable to the process, systems, and structure. And Brother Ben and, and, and Brother Wim, I see a lot of people, especially when they build in companies, they want to go straight to the standards of procedures. They want to go straight to the systems. And of course, you need those procedures to hold people accountable. But ultimately, if you don't have a culture that holds people accountable, where that culture casts people out that don't belong, those processes, systems, and procedures don't really aren't really valid because there's no heartbeat or spirit to the organization. So uh, I actually want to talk about Brother Ben uh, and Brother Wynn. Speaking of culture, I know I know that you uh, you both are registered members of the nation, and I know that there's processes and systems and structure that's in place with the nation. But one of the biggest things that I see from the outside looking in is that culture that comes with it. It's that energy, it's that spirit that that keeps you all in line when it comes to staying accountable to those procedures and systems and things of that nature. So can you talk to us about what that culture difference is like and that brotherhood that you feel being a part of the nation? Yeah, um, and it's and it's really a, a training. You know, uh, the men in the FOI, uh, we go through a training. Matter of fact, FOI stands for the military training of the men who belong to Islam in North America. And when you think about a training, somebody who's training it's not just something that you used to be in. It's not something that you just sign up for and say, I'm FOI now. If you're training, you're constantly doing something. If I'm training in basketball, I would never say that, man, I'm, I'm, man, I'm training a basketball player. No, and Brother Ben right now have not been training. Back in college, I was training. Back in high school, I was training. But right now, I'm not training to play basketball. So the fact that we're training, doing the same things, we're going out with the final call. When I see Brother Winfred knocking on the door and he's going back and forth with a brother because he's getting some tension, you know, I'm learning from him. And then I'm I'm knocking at a door and I'm going through what I'm going through. And he's seeing that and seeing how we're going to overcome these problems that we have to give resurrection to our people. Now we got something to build on. And I think that's the most important part about the brotherhood is that we have one common goal. We have one common mission. And because we go through different experiences, now we can dialogue based on that. It's not, you know, processing procedures. It's something that I see you struggling, I'm struggling, and I can talk to you about my struggles. He can talk to me about his struggles because we're in the same actual mission. And when you are on one accord with the mission, when you're on one accord with the common goal, this is how you begin to uh, build that culture up for me. Yeah, um, basically – like what Brother Ben said, uh, pretty much is accurate. Uh, when you talk about uh, brotherhood and culture, uh, it's a mindset. You know, it's, it's, it's more of a mindset. Like you said, it's one mission, it's one goal. Uh, you don't have to be blood related. That's not what make us brotherhoods or create a culture. It's being able to understand the mission and the mindset where everyone's mind is equivalent and we're all going after the same goal. And uh, for me, um, that's why I found in the Nation of Islam that brotherhood is so uh, important uh, to me, man, because 
I did time in, in prison. I did 15 years in a federal penitentiary. And coming from a uh, a background of, of game banging and being affiliated and, and those types of things, man, uh, going into that situation, I was in there with guys, man, that, you know, uh, basically were I wouldn't be too fond of if I was on the street. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, But the atmosphere and the condition that we were in forced us to come together and to be able to have that same mindset to understand survival, mm. you know, and uh, knowing the mission. And the mission was to come in, co- coming together, being in unity, and uh, being able to survive that atmosphere, knowing that we're going against um, a system that's in place that's already having us mass incarcerated. So um, it's like the true nature of your righteousness come out without even – you know, you can see guys that you're enemies with on the street, but when you see them in that condition or in that atmosphere, you know, uh, you rise above that and you you really become a brotherhood and you on that one mission. You you, you come into a mission. So, so I, I want to ask some real real quick to that piece because <clears throat> Brother Neary says when you look at the word brother, mm. you have the word other in there. Mm. So it applies to the sisters, but in this in this since you're looking at your other self mm. and a part of the nation, I think what also brings us together is the knowledge of self. That's right. See, when I'm when I don't know who I am, when I think I'm a nigga, when I think I'm just some nigga off the street, you ain't worth nothing. And then if you grew up in a bad household where your daddy wasn't there and then you got a mom who's repeating to you, but you ain't going to be none. You're going to be just like your daddy and you getting these low vibrational thoughts thrown at you. You start to believe that about yourself. Now, if I don't care about myself, how am I going to care about Brother Winford? If I don't care about myself, how am I going to care about anybody else if I don't care about me living? So once I learn who I am, see, this is the first question inside of our student enrollment before you even able to become a registered member. Who is the original man? The Asiatic black man, the maker, the owner, the cream of the planet Earth, God of the universe. So once I start to learn about who I am, he says the knowledge of self leads to love for self. And love for self leads to respect for self. Then the scripture says, how can you love God whom you never seen mm. and hate your own brother who you see every day? So once we gain the knowledge, I believe that helps as well. But I want to add one more piece to what I said earlier. Then I'm going to pass it back to Jake. I talked about having a common goal. All of my friends, to be honest, we play basketball together. If I got a friend today, it's probably because we hoop together or we play sports together. All my friends came from sports. But... It was because of the common goal. We may be beefing. He may be the center. I'm the point guard. But we got to overcome this little beef we got because we trying to win the playoffs. We trying to win conference. We trying to win a trophy. So that brotherhood that we building of doing suicides together. Uh, uh, Goddamn, we both throwing up together. You got to bring me in. Uh, I got to, you know, what we used to do in, in our suicides, if somebody don't reach the time period, if you don't get back in a certain time, everybody got to run. So you have to be a brotherhood. You can't just down your brother. You got to make your brother, hey, man, come on with it. Pick it up. Because when you fall, we all fall. And that's what basketball taught me. So when you think about two siblings, man, you know we're not supposed to kill each other. Man, we got the same mama. Man, we got the same daddy. That's just like an unwritten rule. But when we in the same mission, man, we got the same mission. Man, we got the same goal. What are we beefing over? And if we are beefing, that's fine because it's going to happen. But now we have the tools to be able to overcome it because we got the same mission and goal. So I think that's very important. And, and that's one thing uh, that seems 
to become and same mission, same goal, because it's the same thing in business. I'm going to talk about that in a second. But because you've been affiliated with two, uh, I would like to say influential or powerful uh, organizations, Brother Wynn, uh, uh, on opposite ends of the impact spectrum. Yes. Uh, so you being a, a part of a gang, um, would you say that that same mission, same goal, it, st it still resonates to that level being in a gang? Is that, you know, is, is that the, the, that's what creates the culture in a gang? Uh, yes and no. Okay. Uh, yes, on the aspect of the unity and, and the love that, you know, being a team, yes. No, in the sense of when you in that aspect and, and you in a gang, there is no, there Common is no, mission. there is no real Common mission. knowledge of self. Mm, knowledge of self, okay. You, you see what okay. I'm saying? There is no true knowledge of self because like I said all the time, you, 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 you throw this word loyalty around yeah. very loosely. But if we don't really understand the true definition of love, how can we understand loyalty? Mm. So that's kind of, you know, it's kind of like it got you in a, between a rock and a hard spot. Right. You know, and a lot of times, you know, you get in the games because a lot of people, their families are just, you know, in disunity. Mm. And they're looking for that connection, mm. you know, from the streets. Mm. And a lot of times that's where you find it. Uh, for me, I had my dad, but my mother and my dad divorced. So I didn't have the presence of a mother. I had my father, but I was, I was still missing something. And I think for me, that's why it's important families are very important to have structure uh, wife husband family all that is important when you when one is missing it can kind of put a void inside of a child mm. and a child looks for that in different ways mm. and for me like i said i had my father man but at the same time uh just being in that atmosphere of where, of where i was uh it produced heredity mm. and you know no matter how much my dad would go off and go to work you know, that environment is so strong that it turned me into itself, mm. you know. So uh, I was I was able to, you know, go out there and, and, and hang out and be curious and get with the guys and stuff like that. And uh, it just took me on a whole nother route and a whole nother road, man, of of almost, you know, destroying myself coming into destruction. Yeah. And I and I think that um, when you talk about that, right, yes, not sir. not knowing self, not having love for self. You don't understand what loyalty is. And I think that when building an organization or building a successful company, when you're mixing parts with people who don't know themselves and there's no training to get people to know themselves mm -hmm. or love themselves, there's no way that they can bring true value to any organization or mm -hmm. business. Because what I do see, I do see a lot of parts because when I first started building ABS, um, because everybody knows I've rebuilt this thing three times. But when I first started kind of building it, I had the same type of company, corporate America type of mindset. I'm just looking for skilled. Let me put pro products and procedures and systems in place and we're just going to do this. But what I realized was even though the policies and procedures was in place, there was no lo love for the mission. Mm. And it, they couldn't give love for the mission because they didn't love themselves. So they couldn't see themselves in the mission. And Brother Ben, you say this all the time, but the minister says, or or uh, Prophet Elijah Muhammad says, uh, what's the first thing that you look for 
when you're going to a church or looking at a picture. You're looking, you're looking for yourself. Right. You're looking to see if you can see yourself in that organization because that's how you can associate yourself with. So in the mission or in the goal of an organization or a company, if your people can't see themselves in that mission or in that goal, quite naturally, they're going to sabotage the very thing that's good for them mm. because they don't know themselves. They don't love themselves and they don't know themselves enough to know if they're uh, um, if they're uh, um, falling short to shortcomings of of self-sabotage. They don't know if or care if they're letting their brother or sister down because you don't love yourself either. Right. So if I don't love myself, I damn sure don't care if if you, if I'm letting you down. Right. But it's in that building of that one unit, one mission. That's why when I was uh, pledging Omega Sci-Fi, I thought it was the, one of the best experiences that I could have ever experienced in my entire life. Although, you know, some stuff, you know, whatever, whatever. But it, it there was a it was a real live active example of how brothers have to work together in order for to, to, to get to a common mission or a common goal or a common target. And we literally had to get broken down where all of us were on the same. We were hurting the same. Right, we were right. in pain the same. You know, it was our pride was involved the same, not quitting. The tears were the same. We got to see each of our brothers crying. So when you see the toughest dude bawling, crying in the corner and you got the smallest dude got to go pick that dude up and got to, you know, and got to endure some pain on behalf of him. All, it evens the playing field. All that where I came from, what I brought to the table, what I came to the table with is, is null and void because y- y'all are on the same playing field. Y'all just got to get through it together for the overall mission. And what I realized when my businesses kept struggling originally, and I'm saying my because that was before everybody else came apart, when my businesses were struggling is because I had uh, procedures and structure and things in place, but I didn't develop culture. But the moment I began to start that that the moment I said culture in my spirit matters more than the procedures in the structure. Everybody else that came from corporate America, they retracted from it because they didn't come for that. They came for the check. They came for order. They came for system and they came for for themselves to be taken care of. Hmm. But when the spirit of giving the spirit of second chance, the spirit of God, I introduced God into my business. All of a sudden, God began to work in a way where he began to attract people who not only needed him. But needed an environment because they were looking for a family. They were looking for a place where they can find solace and peace. And our company end up becoming, I tell, me and Brother Ben joke all the time, like a, like a ministry. And the culture and the spirit of me and Brother Ben began to pour into the company. And we began to see supernatural growth. Mm. Now, on the outside looking in and people that lack really understanding the importance of culture and spirit, they may have looked in and said, man, y'all are chaotic. Y'all got this going here. You got this going on there. And of course, we did need some streamlining and some structure and some procedures and policies in place to hold people accountable to the spirit of us. But at the end of the day, if too much of that begins to be more enforced and we begin to lose the culture of all of us working together for an overall good or purpose, then what happens is we end up going from all of us loving each other and giving each other second chances and understanding my brother and picking him up to now I'm just looking at, he made a mistake and I'm just writing off mistake and I'm, and I'm, and I'm, um, what's they do when you, um, when, when somebody in a company, uh, or whatever, they get in trouble and you, uh, uh, like it's, it's kind of like a referral for yeah. business when, when, you, when you, uh, when you're documenting everything that they do wrong and you just write off what they done wrong because you're just tallying. 
versus seeing that that brother is hurting, seeing that they're going through something and seeing that that's not their nature. Now I can I can connect to him in a way that I never would have before. That's why I think it's very important that people understand that when it comes to team building, that culture and that spirit of God has to yes. be in that space or you would not be able to understand the overall mission and goal of the company organization and seeing the supernatural growth in 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 love and commitment um and loyalty if you will that our team is starting to disseminate because they're finding a place that they can actually find trust yes and they and they know that they gonna they gonna look out for me like i'm gonna look out for them and i actually can be okay being protected here and i think that that's a new space in the workspace that most of us uh don't don't know or have never experienced indeed as we go to commercial here our next topic that we're going to touch on is one thing that we have seen that has hindered culture I was reading um, <clears throat> Outwitting the Devil, and I think it was Napoleon Hill who said he was going to do a book on all of the things that these successful people done right. And he got a response, I think, from Dale Carnegie. Might have the names intertwined. He said, but I think it would be more powerful if you start to write about their failures. Mm -hmm. Because many people talk about the success, but they're not talking about the failures because you can learn from somebody else's failure. See, there's two ways to learn. You can learn from your own experience, you bumping your head, or you can learn from somebody who's already bumped their head and their experience. So we're about to go to commercial. We'll be right back. Uh, well, I'm glad I don't have to do stuff like that no more. That's the type of job I used to have, working with machines, working with physical labor. Now I make money off using my mind. You ever thought about AT&T, your insurance bill and your light bill? You pay that bill on a monthly basis. So yeah, your light bill may be $60 or $90, $100, whatever the case may be. But imagine that same company is getting paid off for hundreds of thousands of people. If you had a product for $50 and you sold it to a thousand people every month for $50, that's $50,000 a month. I want to help you all develop different products, different services to make money anywhere online as long as you got signal and Wi-Fi. If you click the link below, I've developed the ebook. It's called 50 Ways to Make Money Online. I want to help you out. See you on the other side. All right, family, and we are back on the ABS Bro Show, having a great conversation about culture, building culture and brotherhood. And I want to discuss real quick about something that we've seen, either from ourselves or anybody else, um, something that kind of doesn't build culture or some mistakes that people have made in coming into the culture. And I'll start with this. For me, what I've seen before is people who come for the wrong reason or they come for one specific thing and not the whole. Meaning, let's say somebody may join That's good. for protection. You know, many people here, people think many people join the nation for protection in prison and all that type of stuff. May be true, but it's not for everybody. So you may have one who see all of the brotherhood. Oh, they do security. Oh, the women do this. Oh, they got this going on. They got this. And they'll join because they're going through something personally in their life. And you want to join for the security. So you're looking for what you could get out of it, mm. not what you could give. And I believe that is not going to well, allow you to have a long-lasting <laughs> um, time in it because once you receive what Man. you got, you're going to leave, and you're coming for vain reasons. See, mm. the Nation of Islam is set up 
to give life to the dead. Yes, there's mm. perks that come with it. Yes, there's security that come with it. Yes, there's these other things. But the mission is to come and give life to the dead. Before you sign up, you sign on a dotted line. I'm going to strive to build this, to build this. Jobs, businesses, hospitals, da-da-da. You have something that, that that's your duty that you're going out to do. Um, and you raise your hand and say, this is what I want to do. And so if this is not what you want to do and you coming for really just the security or you coming really for a brother or you coming really for a sister, you're going to stand out like a sore thumb because you're not here for the right reason. So when you're not coming for the right reason, when you're asked to do something over here, you're not going to give it all that you got. You're always going to have an attitude. You're not going to receive orders with the right attitude because you're coming with the wrong motive and motive is very important. So I would say one of the things that I saw is people coming into organizations, whether if it's a business, a religion, church, organization, whatever, with the wrong motive. I, I want to compare that, uh, what you just said, Brother Ben, on the outside from an experience that I experienced on uh, the brotherhood being in prison. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, it's a lot of brothers that, you know, being in prison that would come in knowing that the environment is very hostile. And people would come into the religion uh, of Islam and the nation because they know it's protection. And some people would come in and say, oh, I want to learn this or I want to learn that. And and it's only so long that you can fake and pretend mm -hmm. to be something that you're not. Um, and time will weed that out, right? Nothing beats time. It weeds that out. And um, for me, I've seen that. I've, I've seen brothers come in uh into the nation, being behind the wall, being in prison, and once they are protected and everybody know that, hey, this person is a part of the members of the Nation of Islam, then it kind of shields that person from being in whatever in hostile situation that may occur on that yard, right? And that person, the intentions are, come out of that mm -hmm. person. You know, they're not studying or they're hanging with the wrong crowd. Once they get once they feel the environment out, they get laxed. Mm. And it's the same thing as coming into the ABS, coming mm. into BWO. Uh, what's your motive? Your motive will be weeded out. You know, whatever you come in, oh, I want to do this, or I'm about to bread, or I'm going to do this and that. And do yeah. some, you know, in time, you will be weeded out. And for me, um, and I'm pretty sure for y'all as well, being, being businessmen and me coming from an environment uh, and – being in, a, in the teachings of the Nation of Islam, our number one job is to resurrect the people, right? And that's the way I look at the culture, being a part of ABS. Whoever come in, creating a culture, resurrecting our people, resurrecting our people even in business. Uh, the, 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 the different uh, platforms that y'all have helping our people, uh, the communities uh, with digital real estate, private-owned banking, all yeah. these things is to help resurrect the people to become independent so they won't have to continue to be dependent upon something that's keeping them in a in a rough position yeah. you know so um to me man it's like brotherhood and culture with business and being in a nation it goes hand in hand and Jay, what for you uh one for me is um people i guess it goes back to the wrong reasons but what i've experienced with the company is that uh people coming um, people coming for security uh, and income and um, and wanting to use me or the company for their own endeavors. 
um, pretending to be a part of the mission, mm. uh, pretending to that's good. That's good. to pretending to love what I love, pretending to uh, care about God the way that I care about it, about Him, pretending to, uh, 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 and even saying that they feel like God called them mm. to the company. And for me, anybody know that's you can get me any day with that. <laughs> like you say, God called me to. I'm gonna try to find something for you, like. You know, uh, I'll pay you $3,000 a month to just take out that trash right there <laughs> because they know that, um, especially after the last time of rebuilding the company and I and I made the commitment to God, I said, if you give me another chance, I'm going to submit this entire company to the will of you. And literally everything began to change when I literally did that. But seeing people come and say, I believe in the mission, I'm a, I want to do whatever it takes, and when they find out that whatever it takes is six, seven days a week, mm. Mm. when they find out whatever it takes is sometimes not in your job description, when they find out whatever it takes means uh, God-like uh, um, quality with God-like consistency with God-like standards that we hold ourselves accountable to. Not I did my job, they'll go your video or they'll go a policy or they'll go I sold something, but going above and beyond. And I and I see um, and I what has killed the company and the momentum a lot of times uh, have been me seeing that they didn't fit, but seeing their potential and what they can bring and wanting to convert them and they don't want to be converted to what we're trying to do. Mm. Right. Yes, sir. And um. And so, and, 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 and I, I find myself in a conf conflicting spaces because I don't know if that person's just hurt and their guard is up, mm -hmm. where they really wanted to be a part of this, and then they see the workload or they see the commitment, and then they begin to self-sabotage. So I try to, like, balance seeing it in between. Um, but that's that's been the biggest thing, them coming and saying that God has called them to be a part of this organization for the mission of God. And then when it actually comes to them actually putting in the work, they don't want to do it, but they want to keep all of the benefits mm. of what the mission of God delivers our team. Mm. The benefits of highest paying, we the uh, top 3% of the highest paying private companies in the country. Um, the benefits of being a part of uh, one of the fastest growing companies in the country by Inc. 5000. The benefits of what all of us have sacrificed for the mission of God, but they don't want to submit themselves to actually doing the work that actually gave us those benefits. And I think that's the biggest thing, them coming because they want financial security and they want to be here just long enough to get them up on their feet. Then they're going to use the money, use our resources, use our cameras, use our team, and even try to partner with some of the people mm. in the company to go build their own thing. That's That's been that's been one uh, of the ones. I, I think, man, I want to veggie back off of that. And I think it's because, and after this segment, we're going to go into so, some solutions that y'all think, what, that y'all see we've implemented and that y'all think I got we can implement. Yeah, we're going we're gonna to keep going. Oh, okay. But I want to veggie back off of that because I think they don't see the work that really goes in. They're seeing the results of God, but they're not looking at the work of God. And when you're just looking at the results of they smiling online, they taking pictures with these people online, they flying, they got this going on. You right. say, man, I yeah. want to be a part of that, <laughs> but do you really want to be a part of that? Right. Because when we're not online, you don't realize... Damn it, we working. 
you know, uh, we still editing videos. We're right. still shooting videos. We're still teaching. We still in the tribe. We back in the tribe now. She like we didn't leave. We started the Six tribe hours. at seven. Didn't get off till twelve. I That's we was hours. that was a daily, uh, two times, three times a week thing for us that we getting back to that people don't see. Um. That's how we got here. We wasn't always at this point. We wasn't always flying jets. We wasn't always having these cars. We wasn't always having the money that's coming in. And people want the results. They want the payment. They want this. They want that. But they don't want to put the work in. And, like, man, that part about not being in your job description. The position we are now as chairmen, it's not in our position to be making a video. But me and Jacob make a video. Yeah. It's not in our position to... Uh, sometime maybe create something or think about something or do a lot of stuff, but we do it anyway. And it's not a and it's not always out of an inconvenience. It's because we love to do it. Yeah. It's because we really want to put this work in. So if you are in a position that you have been brought on for, and you have a problem with getting out your job description or going above and beyond, do you really want to be here? And 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 here's the thing with us. We're not the average business. Like Brother Jake said, well, this is a ministry. Our people are dealing with issues 24-7. See, these businesses who got merchandise and selling your clothing, little air spray, little air freshener, man, that, that can close at 7 o'clock. Yeah. Dollar General can close at, at 10. But when you got people who going through stuff day and night 24-7, ain't no close down. We answering DMs at 1 o'clock in the morning, yeah. 2 o'clock in the morning. I'm putting out videos because I know – Damn, brother Ben, it's Central Town where you at, but somebody in Africa needs you, brother. Yeah. Somebody in Australia needs you. Somebody in Kenya, they following you in the UK. Somebody needs you. So that video I post at 2 in the morning, you say, dang, man, do we ever get to sleep? Do I ever sleep? Yeah, because somebody else is rising up. Somebody else is waking up, and they need that medicine that Jake is going to drop. They need that medicine that I'm going to drop. They need that medicine from the tribe or X, Y, and Z. So, man, if you're not about the mission, when we say, are you bought in, we ain't just talking about are you bought in, do you believe God, uh, 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 do you believe in the Bible, do you believe in the prayer? Not, that's not what we mean by are you bought into this lifestyle. Mm. And if you're not bought into the lifestyle, you're going to be real uncomfortable and you're going to weed yourself out. See, it's like the weed and the tear. Mm. Brother Winford talk about that all the time. Yes. See, when, you, when, it's, when it's together... Oh, when it's first started, man, they look very similar. Oh, man, you can't even tell the difference. But after a while, that thing starts to divide. And you're going to, I'm telling you, man, this thing is so powerful. The amount of lives that we impact and the amount of time that we put in, not just me and Jake. I'm talking about from Sean, Sister Victoria. I'm, I'm going to miss some people. Sister Naomi, everybody who really love the people, the amount of work that we put in. If you slacking, you just going to stand out, man, and you're going to be very uncomfortable, man, and, and, and we're not going to have to remove you. You're going to yeah. remove yourself. Let, let, let me say this real quick. Basically, it's like like what you said and what Brother Jake said. Um, it's like everybody want to get to heaven, but don't nobody want to die. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And that's an old saying that, yeah. that everybody knows pretty much. And, you know, speaking about when you said this is a ministry, this business is built on a ministry, uh, I think that's very powerful, man, because, uh, like you said, certain intentions of what are you coming for. But we are people that are coming together are using actual real life things that they've been through. Yeah. You know, and that's what keeps them going, man. You know, um, different different labels and different walks of life is bringing us together on one platform because 
I've been through some things and it's very powerful and I knew I want to get this out and I want to be able to express this to other people because this is the way this is the way I believe. Um, me being the author of Determined to Change, I don't I don't I don't look at that. I don't take that lightly. I look at that as really literally being my life, you know, uh, being determined to change uh, the things that I went through. I look at it and say, well, if I don't express myself. And 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 put the put my best my best self forward to the people. It's somebody waiting on me, mm. and not not Jake, not Brother Ben, Brother Winford. Somebody is waiting on me to speak and 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 tell my truth to free them. That's right. You know, so um, that I I, I look at that like that, man. And what you and Brother Brother Jake, Doctor Jake, has done, man, bringing this all together. This literally is a divine vehicle man you know and uh, i do get so many people that dm me and be asking hey man how can i get on and and uh, all these credentials i graduated from this and that and i heard you saying the other day uh people be saying they accolades and stuff but what 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 about your spirit what about your mind what about those things not about you know your 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 uh doctorian doctors and all that old master's degrees and all that old type of stuff what have you actually been through? Like Jake talked about scars on the yeah. line and, and being bruised in battle. I want to see some scars. You know what I'm saying? I, I need to see that yeah. you really about it. So, um, man, I'm just honored, man, to be be here, you know, with you brothers, man, and have an opportunity to share the realness and be able to touch other people's lives. Yeah, Steve, Steve, Steve Harvey said something that resonated with me. And he said, uh, your job is what you're paid to do, but your work is what you're made to do. Mm. And when you're operating in your work, you don't you don't need to vacate from it. Like you mm. you get fulfillment from it. Matter yes. of fact, you get withdrawals when you're not operating in your work. And the difference in the calling of coming to work within our culture and our organization is we're only looking for people who feel like they were this is their work. Like this is your mission. This is the space that you're in. And uh, and the Bible says that in order to live, you must first dive yourself. Mm. And so when you talk about the work, you talk about your work. Your work is can I die of myself so that the work of God may live? Can I can I submit myself to the overall mission? And uh, the reason why God allows us to have overflow so that we can pay the way that we do is because God wants to uh, uh, to get rid of all of them inner heart desires. You, you got that. Yes, sir. You got that because most people fail to realize that only three percent of People in the world make a million dollars. Three percent, three percent, point eight percent of people in the world that are black are millionaires. Point eight. Mm. Not saying that everybody can't reach it. But what I am saying is that when you look at statistics, numbers don't lie. Numbers don't lie. The, the word of God says that the poor will always be amongst you. And it's not that 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 saying that. Uh, people would never be able to reach wealth or get successful. It's because most people are not willing to do what's required outside of what they want to do. Mm. And and when I look at that, when people, you know, come to the mission, into the group, I used to be like, man, you know what? You know, you know, I understand what they talking about. And Brother Ben be like, no, nah, bro, like we be in here. And I'd be like, no, nah, but, you know, you know, but but. But a lot of times, Brother Ben is right on that because if you, if you, especially if you told me that God called you here, mm -hmm. we've been telling people that we run this like a ministry. I'll go ahead and share this, Brother Wynn, and then I'm going to give my point, a point, and then, uh, Brother Ben, you can decide if we're going to go to break real quick. But um, 
this is how I know I was made to do this. When I was 11 years old, Brother Wynn, I've never shared this publicly. Um, I'm about to talk about what we talked yes, about sir. in Florida. Do it. Uh, when, when Brother Wynn was like, you got to tell him, brother. You got to tell him, brother. When I, was, when, I was, uh, when I was 10 or 11 years old, this was right after I got molested. This is like the summer after I got molested. And I went to a, uh, I went to a church camp. Went to a church camp, a high point, high point Baptist church camp. It was a white church camp. It was about B. It was like ten of us, bro. It was ten of us, and uh, and uh, it was ten black black children at this church camp, and uh, there was this uh, um, white youth pastor. We 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 having the the last little session of our revival. They teaching us how to have one on one intimate time with God. How to go sit outside in nature and do your stuff. And I'm feeling the spirit. It's it's feeling good. We going to this church camp and we singing uh, all these songs. And the 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 pastor come up. I don't remember the message at all. I don't remember what he said. But all I do, I remember him saying. He said, "There is one of you that's in this room that will lead millions." One of you in this room that'll leave millions. I'm in here like, man, that person must be cool because I know it ain't me. <laughs> this goofy looking little black kid in here. Right, right. The pastor jumps off the stage when he finishes, runs to the end of the little chapel that we in because he wanted to shake everybody's hand to figure out who was God, what spirit was God talking about. Shook every child's hand, shook my hand and said, you're the one I was talking about. Mm, that's powerful. Pulled me to the side and prayed over me. I'm thinking like, who, me? <laughs> you missing me? There's other people in here. You're not right, talking about me. Right, right. I'm, I'm, I'm still dealing with, I was in there crying. I'm still dealing with me feeling dirty from being molested. You can't be talking about me. Mm. You can't be talking about me. So there'll be one of you in here that'll lead millions. I literally went home and I told my mama, I told him I'm supposed to lead millions, supposed to do the church. We're supposed to do this thing. So I started immediately following a pastor named Pastor Jacobs, no relation. Who, who was our uh, High Point Fellowship Baptist Church, which was the black church inside the white church of High Point. It was, it was crazy. So we had our own little black church inside the white church, Pastor Jacobs, and he was stealing money. Stealing money. And I was following this pastor. I'm thinking, like, okay, I'm supposed to leave millions. Like, this is the journey. You know, I'm getting, I, I've got anointed. <laughs> this is it. I'm on my journey to lead millions, I guess, to the Lord. And I went. And my first experience following somebody in ministry was taking money from the church mm. and said, this is my money. Folding, they laughing. He folding up the tithe money and putting it in his pocket. Yeah. And so I, I watched a couple of times. I started leading youth church and then I, I kept seeing stuff. I'm like, this can't be right. Like, I ain't supposed to be, this, this don't feel right. Mm. So then I stopped following him. I followed another pastor, Pastor Williams. I followed another pastor and I followed another pastor. And nowhere in the church did I see myself fitting. And any, any, any church I went to, any space I tried to serve, any place I tried to give what God gave me, um, it was always somebody hindering uh, hindering God's mission or what he said that he would do for my life. All, every environment, even 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 my family church, even my family church that my parents run back, you know, back when I really wanted to follow and I tried to do it again. I, I, I told I'm not when my second the second time the business went down, I said, well, maybe this is just the uh, God telling me that I need to get back in the church and be a minister and and preach and launch a church or help the family church and even then i was ostracized and said this was you know whatever mm. 
Come on with it. Even even then, I'm like, no, I'm trying to follow, and this is just the truth. You know, you're not, you want to tell me where I'm going or where I need to be. You know, not even giving me a chance to actually teach and and, and give people the word of God because I haven't spent enough time. I ain't, you know, whatever. Um, and and on me rebuilding the company the third time. That's when I went back when I said I will give this whole thing to you. I will build this company around the mission of you. Ooh, that's powerful, man. The moment that I did that, bro, the moment that I did that, God began to align people around me. And I'm like, all right, God, now you talking about this world-like impact. You know, I'm dedicating the whole world to you. I'm dedicating all this space, like my my heart and my space to you, because this is what you said, boom, boom, boom. And you put it on my heart to free people financially, show them that they independent and show them that you ain't no spook God. I didn't know nothing about the nation. I didn't know nothing about the nation. I I knew nothing about. No, I, I felt like I was by myself. I didn't believe in no spooky wookie. I didn't believe, you know, uh, you know, Jesus came from osmosis. Mm. I believe Mary had sex with Joseph. I, I do believe mm. that. Listen, <laughs> I believe, I, and I'm, I'm, I'm reading the Bible. I believe I'm like Psalms eighty two six. Ye are gods. Wait a minute. I'm looking over here at John ten ten thirty four. Ye are gods. Wait a minute. I'm, 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 I'm like okay. Like what am I supposed to do with this? God put on my heart, he said, and it's funny that Brother Ben used to say, he said all the time, you put you put sugar in, in dog food, right? You put, what'd you say? Put the medicine in the dog food. Put the yeah. medicine in the dog food. And so God was giving me a, vis- a vision of that. You put my word in business. Put mm. my word in finances. Come on, Because man. everybody wants to eat on finances. That's right. Everybody wants to eat on business. So let me show you how to do it. But you're going to do it opposite of the world. No debt. Wow. So I'm like, okay, okay, okay. And I'm like, okay, you know, but you know, this we're in Texas, Arkansas, you know, we got you know, we got agents in 22 states, but they all independent. So don't nobody really know what's really going on. Like I'm trying to figure it out. And then the moment I said, I got to figure out social media because that's the only way I can touch the world. I told Adelaide and Chandelin this. Hmm. 45 days later, God brought me brother Ben. And Brother Ben knew how to touch the world. <laughs> you hear me? Yes, sir. And and, Loud and, clear. and and in that, this is why I be like, bro, this a ministry. You, you, you come to ABS, BWO, talking about all this corporate stuff. And in the real world, I haven't seen any real world company that lacks the spirit of God actually be, be a place where people want to be. I see a lot of turmoil. I see a lot of uh, broken marriages. I see a lot of uh, spiritual spirituality conflicts. I see a lot of gray. I see a lot of anger. I see a lot of depression. People on pills. Yeah, they making a lot of money, but they on pills and depression pills and need all these ancillary outside um, uh, uh, medicinal things that are not natural. We're talking about like pills that the that the drug uh, prescription people give you. Right. We're talking about the need for that stuff. Right. Alcoholism is at an all-time high in quote-unquote corporate America. So clearly, what's missing is the nature of God. So when we, so when building ABS and, and, and building this stuff and, and seeing that God, I said, okay, God brought me this brother, then he brought me a Muslim. But we believe the same way. That's right. That's right. And I said, wait a minute. So when we talk about this work, when we talk about doing business, we just happen to be doing business because business is a way of life. Right. You got to transact with somebody. 
But versus going around and starting an organization and begging everybody to tithe. But I do believe in offering and, and serving and tithing to an organization that's doing good works. But versus waiting on people to to uh to, to give us money and always having to hear people say, Oh, they asking for more money. We provide viable services to God's people that gives them independence in their life. And with that money, we begin to do great things. Mm. So when people come in and they see, man, brother Ben X and uh, and Jake, they got security. Brother Ben X and Jake, they flying uh first class or private jets. Well, we're only doing these things for safety. Of the mission of God's work. And then two, we're doing it because it's faster and, and it's easier to just get on a jet than it is to go sit in, 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 in commercial. But that's an investment that we are making and the money that we are making for the overall good of people. Because most places that we go and we travel, we're not going for vacation. Right. <laughs> we're going to, to, to raise the dead. We're going to impact people's lives and show them how to be independent because I looked at the church and i literally told my uh my stepdad this bro i said pops i said don't you find it quite funny that people come to the same church 20 30 years and they still dealing with the same devils the de same devil's spirit and brokenness that they were living dealing with 20 30 years ago they come into the altar for the same thing 20 30 years 20 30 years coming to the altar for the same thing Coming to the altar, this my lad, this, the same $10, mm. same brokenness, same same place where they feel like they're not independent and they become dependent on a building or a church house. I said, when is the church going to start teaching people how to be independent, mm. how to go straight to God, how to pray straight to God? We talk about Jesus broke the veil. He broke the veil so you can have a direct relationship with him. Well, when are we going to start teaching people how to pick up your own bootstraps and have a direct relationship with God? That's right. How to manifest the life that you want. That, that's the church I want to be a part of. And so if the church can't accept that, I'm going to build a business. And our business is going to teach people this, that way. And then we're going to slowly give people the medicine of God along the way. And before you know it, what's happening all over the world, Brother Ben, people saying, I never believed in God before. Mm -hmm. I never opened up a Bible. I never opened up the Quran. Now y'all make me want to just dive inside of it. I never even knew that when I looked in the mirror, God was already looking mm -hmm. back at me. There you go. Yes, sir. So when people come and try to be a part of this organization to this culture and they're not willing to submit themselves to that, they stick out like a sore thumb. Yes, sir. And we'll be right back. What are you doing at 1 o'clock in the afternoon at Top Golf? What you mean what I'm doing at 1 o'clock uh, in, in the afternoon at 1 o'clock? Uh, listen, let me tell you something. Brother Ben taught me skill sets that you can learn too as well on how to take what I've learned in all of my business experiences online and I can just use it from my phone. Matter of fact, um, I've created multiple seven-figure companies just from my phone alone because of what that brother showed. So, show that brother right there. Now come back to me. That brother has literally showed me exactly how to take what I've learned in the offline world and how to take it online. But if you click the link below, you can learn the 50 ways that you can be able to make money so you can take advantage of the very same thing he taught me so you can take your life to the next level. So I'm going to get back to what I'm doing, making money online. So what's going on, family? Listen, uh, welcome back to ABS Bros. Um, and that segment was really good. And I just want to continue that conversation because I think it's very important to understand the mission and the work of what you're, what you're built and created to do. And quite honestly, Brother Wynn, when I look at these billion dollar companies and although uh, I don't agree with the spirit of 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 of. Um, 
the spirit that most of these companies have and what they're trying to achieve. One thing I can say is that in the word of God, it says that God respects principle, not person. Yes. And a lot of the CEOs and founders that start these billion dollar companies, they don't actually have the spirit of becoming billionaires. They actually have the spirit of creating a product or a service that's going to impact the world in a major way that transcends it. So when we think about that in its nature, that's what we're supposed to do. Will of God. So we talk about not being a, a, a God doesn't respect person, but principle, even though some of the things and actions that they may have may be wicked. He still blesses them because pr by principle, they're still operating in that principle space where if I plant a seed, I get an apple tree. And that's the space that we're in. And so that's the biggest thing that I just wanted to talk about before Brother Ben got back was just understanding that most people who do big things don't even think about the money. They think about the impact of their product or service changing people's lives. So what did you get from that, Brother Ben, what I just talked about? Um, what, what, what you said earlier, I think, was 100% on point especially when you was breaking down um having really the, the 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 spirit of god coming for the right reason and understanding patience and that god will bring you the right peace um you talked about um making a decision and after making a decision i was brought in to the team with what i had coming and a lot of times people and i made this post yesterday some strategies just can't be copied. Mm. Some 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 strategy just can't be taught and duplicated because it's spirit led. Um, a lot of moves that I make marketing wise, a lot of ideas that I have, you know, it's 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 really from God. It's I from, asked you that yesterday. I yeah. said, brother Ben, bro, what how, what what's going on? Yeah. I, where'd you? He, I said, where'd you get inspired from? He put God dot dot dot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it's like some thoughts is just naturally come and I can't I can't teach it per se. I said that's between you and God. So when you submit and you have a mission that you want to accomplish, the right pieces will be brought into place, not in a spooky way, but you doing everything that you can in your hands. You doing everything that you can in your will and he'll work through human beings to bring you the missing pieces that you have. And I think one thing, another thing I wanted to add on to problems or things that mess up culture is respect for authority. Mm. And, and, I've, and I've seen this in companies, in the company, um, in other companies, in or other organizations. And a brother told me one time on my live. Now, people would say it, but I was like, nah. But a brother told me, he said, Brother Ben, he said, I, you know, I apologize to you because I never really listened to what you said because of your age. Now, this is something I don't even really be thinking about. In a position that I am, I, I mean, I know that I'm doing a lot. Of, I'm doing something that a lot of people aren't doing. I'm doing something that a lot of people aspire to do. A lot of people are just now doing in their 40s, in their 30s. But. I think it is a thing where people have a problem submitting to someone who's younger to younger than them. They may have a problem submitting to someone who they feel they have more experience than or that they know more than. But the thing is, if God is leading this person, you ain't as old as God. Mm. Mm. 
There you go. See what I'm saying? So if that person submits his will to do the will of God, I'm taught by the minister, what you submit to, you become. Mm. So if this person is being led mm. by the spirit, if this person is really submitting and, 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 and making decisions based on the principles of God and you just don't know, you think you submitting to him. But you're really submitting to God who's working through him and you ain't got no more experience than the God. And I think that's what we have to understand. And I think that's a big part of culture, mm. because when you have a culture of when I say something it's always an attitude, when I have a culture of when your manager or when the person who's over you or the, the director of operations is telling you something and your first thought is always this nigga don't know what he's talking about. Now, mm. these things won't always be said, but damn it, in an organization, you know that's what's going on. When somebody say something, you can tell by the actions. It ain't got to be said. You can tell by the actions. You can tell by the, the quickness of the response. See, the minister talked about a stroke. He said, you've been struck by Satan. He said, because every time God telling you something, you hesitate and you, you can barely move. Well, when somebody tells you something, there's always a hesitation. There's always some tension. You've been struck by something. You've been struck by a seed. And look at what the minister said about uh, Satan. He says, you begin to move and become a devil when you say these words, I'm better. Mm. Mm. And in many organizations, we are, we'll be under somebody and we have the thought hidden in our head, I'm better than him. I can do that better. This could be done better. This could be done better. And you're looking at the flaws of the man, but you're missing out on the divinity of the man. Mm. And see, Brother Malik broke, broke some down one time, and he was talking about a, a, a balance beam. And he says, you know, we as men and, and human beings, we are sometimes unbalanced. And all of us as human beings are unbalanced. He said, but when you're submitting your will to do, do the will of God, God moves that middle part that was called a fulcrum or something like that. Mm -hmm. He said he moves that and balances you out. So although you may be imbalanced and you're working on your balance when you're submitting, God will make it to where you're not even unbalanced and mm. he'll balance that thing. Mm. So that what you see is imperfect, as we all are imperfect, you may be looking at the wrong thing and then you bring in your corrections and you bring in your attitude and you bring in your tension and that'll mess up the culture. So I would say another thing is having that respect for authority and knowing how to bring it to the authority when you disagree, uh, disagreeing with the right spirit. Mm. See, it ain't nothing wrong with disagreeing. There's nothing wrong with speaking up, but doing it with the right spirit is very important, which takes me back to the nation. See, the nation, we have a protocol. Talk to your lieutenant. He gonna talk to the captain. He gonna send it up. So it's not you know, there's structure there. There's a respect for authority because there's there's structure there and you know the protocol in ways and the way things should be done. And if you break that protocol, there are consequences. So I would say another thing that we've seen uh, is definitely having that lack of respect for authority. Yes, sir. And, and let me add to that, uh, Brother Ben and uh, Dr. Jake. Um, when you talk about creating a culture, um, one thing that we forget as far as even in the ministry. Uh, and that's why I'm glad that this is built on a ministry, a kingdom, ABS kingdom is because everything in the universe has a system. So a lot of times as human beings, as people, we always want to make our own rules, mm. but there is a system that you have to abide by that's in good. something. That's good. You, you can't, you can't just say, Oh, I, 
I, I, you, I don't abide by nothing. Yeah, you abide by something because you was brought into existence from the universe. If the universe has systems, the planets has systems, damn it, we have systems. That's right. We have things that we have to abide by. And I think that that's very important in creating a culture because when people come in, you have to be able to be humble. You have to be able to submit. The Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan teaches us that anytime that he goes amongst and goes abroad, he always introduced himself to another entity as bowing to that person because he's saying that I bow to this person because it's something in that person that I can submit to. Because as I'm looking at this person, I see God, like Dr. Jake said, when you're looking in the mirror, now you have the knowledge and understanding to be able to see God when you're looking at yourself. So in that sense, creating that culture, one of the most important things it's having it on your mind, having it on your spirit, not your skill and your talent, but going deeper into the root of understanding the creation of God is a direct reflection of yourself. And knowing that creating a culture coming in, there are going to be systems and laws and instructions that we all have to abide by to get the job done. I think that um, hearing both y'all talk about, especially uh, the lack of authority in space. And I think that that is the space that most people lose out on the most blessings. Because if you cannot submit to a man or a woman who's submitted to the will of God, there's no way that you can openly actually hear God. Mm. Um, and, the, and what I mean by that is one of the culture killers that uh, I've allowed um, unknowingly, but not as I've, as I've grown to know uh, this to be one of the reasons our culture always loses balance is accepting people into the culture that always use the terms uh I like I, I work for my I want to work for myself and be my own boss mm. like like y'all teach. And I think a lot of people take being your own boss out of context. Um because uh you know we you hear brother Ben talk about all the time and the nation talk about doing for self. Um but for me um doing for self and being a boss is is trying to find a way to add the most value that you can to where it's going to be hard for uh, your 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 money or or your opportunity to be cut out. What mm. I mean by that is uh, Brother Ben brought up, he said, when somebody looks at somebody and you see they flaws and you say, I'm better than, that is not a boss. That's an employee mind, right? That's somebody who feels like there's only one spot at the top and you got to beat them at the top. Mm. That's somebody That's who's good. a crab in a barrel. Right. But a true God in nature knows that, okay, that man is good. He has some fault. I'm a God in this space. I am great in this space. So let me lift this brother up and make myself uh, uh, unmovable, unshakable, uh, uh, um, and put myself in a position to where I can't be cut out. Let me add value, so much value to this man's life that I'm. I, there's no way that I can be cut out. Mm. So prime example with Brother Ben. Brother Ben came uh, uh, with ABS. Uh, he started off as a client. I'm, I'm teaching him, giving him game. He kind of teaching me, giving me uh, online game. And I saw the value that this brother had. He saw the value that I had. Then he came on and said, wanted me to be put on his platform. This brother didn't say, man, this brother right here, there's only one spot at the top. He said, man, there is room in my space for him. There you go. And when he made room in his space for me, 
in his space to me is his heart because everybody knows that what brother Ben does for the people is his heart's work. Absolutely. So when he invited me into his heart's work, I had to reciprocate that and invite him into my heart's work. And so we both found voids in each other's space that made us unbalanced. But when we decided to open up space for each other, that brought balance uh, uh, to each other mm. by us doing that. So what I mean is when brother Ben came into our space in our in our in our in our world he didn't try to learn private banking so that he can cut me out so that he can begin to start teaching private banking to the people uh i, I didn't learn uh, how to use online or digital marketing so that i can cut him out and create my own course and start talking about digital marketing online what happened was he saw where i was unbalanced i saw where he was unbalanced and we both put our unbalanced selves together and created a little bit more balance than, than we already had. And so in that space, somebody who really wants to make themselves unshakable, uh, immortal, uh, immortal is to say, this brother's doing amazing work. How can I add value there? The Bible says that the greatest among us will be a servant of all. Mm, That's somebody who's going to serve their way to the top. When Brother Ben came inside the organization, he never asked for no equity. He never asked to be no partner. And matter of fact, he didn't even know what he was getting paid. But he brought so much value that I had to, because I said this is a ministry, right? Yes, sir. I had to, by the will and nature of God, to say, now let me make this brother untouchable. Let me make him to where he can never be fired because of the much the value that he brings. And so when people hear this, when people hear this do for self and they hear this, you know, be independent, they only thinking about like everybody should be an entrepreneur or a boss and and make their own rules. If you can't even submit to to following the rules of 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 life, your body instruction, or there's no way you're going to be successful as an independent entrepreneur. We all have to work together in that retrospect. We all got to move in that space so that we can all move forward as a collective. And when we're doing that, most people don't even realize every single goal or thing that you want to accomplish in life. You want to make one hundred thousand dollars. You want to make fifty thousand. You want to make a million dollars. If you were to add that skill set and that value to something that's already moving forward that's been blessed by God there is no way that you can't re receive or achieve any of those material financial things uh, that you want to accomplish and that's the piece that I feel like a lot of people miss out you talk about I want to be a boss man can't nobody tell me what I need to do man I'm gonna do my own thing look at your damn life mm, there you go look at your life yes sir. is your life reflective of somebody that's good at doing their own thing there is nothing that is given by God that can be done with one person doing it. That's good. If you can do it on your own, that was not a mission given by God. And nine times out of ten, you are not going to see overflow past your imagination. All these people talking about millionaire and billionaire and I want to do all this. It's impossible to do that by yourself. You can't do it. Somebody got to submit to something. And if you are a true leader. Somebody who's really leading a divine organization, you will find out that you end up becoming uh, uh, your your team end up becoming the boss of you, too. Mm, see, I was about to hit on that. I was about to hit on that. You, you, you end <laughs> up you end up serving your team. Yes, you sir. end up being there for your team. You end up looking at what your team is struggling with and you cut off your profits so that you can ensure that that gap is filled. So they ain't got to worry about how to take care of their children. 
And what happens is when you have a mission where everybody is submitting to the will of God, we all end up submitting to each other because the will of God is in each of us if we're all submitting to one mission. I hope y'all listening to this. Man, bro. let me say this, man. Let's go on bust up this this damn spooky boss stuff up today. <laughs> if you want to be a boss because you got time, you ain't you ain't producing enough if you got a bunch of time as an entrepreneur. That's number one. You ain't impacting enough people enough. You ain't employing enough people enough if you just got all the time in a day. Yeah, we flying. Yeah, we doing this. We doing that. But family, we have a schedule. We busy. Like work is being done. Like it ain't no we just sitting at the crib and millions flowing in. We watching Martin. No, that ain't how this thing working. If it's you want to be a boss because you don't want nobody to tell you nothing, you might well go and scratch that out because you finna be... Man, you finna have to answer to all kind of people. Your clients. Your team. You got to answer to that. Yep. You finna have to uh, answer to merchants. You got to yep. answer to that. You finna have to answer to uh, 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 your, your your own team. You got to answer that. You got to answer. Man, you got to answer to God. That's right. That's Let me good. tell you this part, man. You think you 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 think we got all the time in the world to really be back in the tribe like that? Man, I said, man, God said, man, you gotta, we got to get back in and put that spirit back in there. Not that the spirit wasn't there, but they, you, y'all got to get back in there. Man, that was a command. Man, I had to come. I said, Jake, man, come on. let's. Man, you ready? To, come on. Let's get back in the tribe. He said, man, I got a good 90 in me. Come on. Let's do it. <laughs> I did. But, but it's more things that we could be doing that can bring us more money. Mm. It's more things that we can be doing that can get us more whatever to get a new car, a new chain, or whatever the case may be. But we had to listen and submit. And you know what's crazy? When we came back to the tribe, what made the tribe the tribe? I don't know if Jake know this, but what made the tribe the tribe? The first anniversary that was the next day. Swear the day the the, the, the day Tia did that. When she the, when she said what she said was vulnerable and we were like, man, this is the tribe. Last week, the day that we did it, the next day was the first anniversary wow, of the tribe crazy. coming. What? That's divine. You yeah. can't that's crazy. We, we, we can't make that up. No, we didn't purposely say, okay, we're gonna pick this date to come back. Wow. That's literally what just happened. Wow. So you wow. have to always be submitting. You wow. gotta always that's answer crazy. to somebody, man. Like 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 the minister say, business is the activity of life. So I'm going to be trading, I'm going to be buying, I'm going to be, man, all this old free stuff you you thinking, you, man, that's out. You know, I'm going to have to change certain things, how certain things are done based on the team that I have. I may want to do it one way, but man, based on the team that I have to get the job done, I have to submit and change and listen to you. We have to listen to our team all the time. We got to listen to their personal problems. I'm a boss. Yeah, I don't, I don't got to answer to nobody. I just deal with me. Well, when you get up into the millions, when you get up into you really impacting people, it's more than just my self-development. It's the team self-development. Because if the team is not developed, that's going to affect my bag if it's really about the bag. Mm. And if it's not about the bag, let's say it's not about the bag. How this person is feeling and acting is going to affect my spirit. So I got to try to offer something. I got to be looking. I got to look at their social media, see what they may be going through. Everybody ain't going to express it verbally what they're going through. I got to be checking the spirit. If you don't want to do that, man, you ain't no big boss. You may be a boss on a little level. $10,000 ain't no lot of money at the end of the day. I mean, it is. And I'm not saying that because I know the average person 
Yeah. You know, you ain't right. making no, if no you want if you want to make if you want to make God like impact, 10,000 is not a lot of money. Yeah, but I just wonder how I don't want nobody to come in. Uh, you know, you know, at, at 20 ain't, 50 ain't. A when million you, ain't. When, when, when you doing, Ooh. I'm talking about impact, impact. Yeah, even a million ain't. So don't think that you, yeah, I'm making, making 10,000, 30,000, 50,000 dollars a month. Man, that's cool, but man, how many people are you really impacting? Mm, if the, the how many people are you really, really impacting? If you want to impact millions, look, if a million people pay one dollar, that's a million dollars. So if you ain't up to a million dollars a month, you ain't impacting, you ain't impacting in your business mm. millions yet. So let's quit playing. If this is really your God's mission and you think that you got this big mission, man, it's going to be a big responsibility, man. So let's cut out all this. I'm a boss and I'm an entrepreneur. That's cool. But always was taught a good leader was first a good follower. Mm. That's right. Yes, sir. And I'm going to say, man, a good entrepreneur and a good businessman. I ain't going to say good employee it, per well, se because everybody was an employee, but they're a good follower as well. They well, able well, you to can't take instructions say, You can't well. say employee. Here's why. Because you and I talk about all the time, this is God's company. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I, I am good, employed Jay. by God. That's right. That is. That's, that's good. God Jay. can fire that's me. Right. That's good. I've seen so many businessmen, big a, bosses, a get fired by God. Yeah, I've seen in the Bible uh, a kings get fired by God. Matter of fact, uh, King Solomon, I mean, I can, King Saul was fired by God, and God hired King David. Mm. That's right. Come on now. Like, so, yeah, 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 you do get fired. That's good. And, 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 and everything that God gives us, we are managing his resources. Listen, the people that work with you, you don't own them. You, you, the customers you have, you don't own them. God allows for you to manage these resources. And when you prove that you're not up to handling these resources, they end, you end up getting fired. You get fired by your customers. You don't treat your customers right and you treat them like transactions. I did this. You get this. And you don't go above and beyond. And you forget what they took to even make the money to even pay your ass. Mm. You're going to get fired. And, and let me and let me say this. Um, I'm a, this is the last little thing that I'm gonna add in. Then we can get we can close out with some solutions. Um, the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan said, "A good helper, a good helper, helps in the way that the man needs to help." See, that's mm. key. I ain't say he just helping. That's good. But he's helping in a way that the person needs to help because if you are Helping in a way, helping in a way that they don't need, you may be destroying and you may be hurting that person versus helping that person. See, the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan said one time, paraphrasing, you know, some, the way that you defend me, you may be hurting me. <laughs> you may be hurting me. You ain't helping me when you out here getting in the gutter with them. They cuss you out. You cuss them back. I say, yeah, well, nigga, what to do then? Nigga, come on, nigga, square up. That ain't how the minister want us to respond. You may think in your head, no, brother, I should I rather get in trouble, brother, than it. Yeah, you know what? You know how he wants you to respond. Stop the deceptive intelligence. Mm. Well, brother, I'm brother, I'm just I'm going all out, nigga. If I get in trouble, I just, yeah, but is this is that how he wants us to respond? So if somebody cusses us out, we are taught to turn the other cheek. Now, let me break down this other cheek, because I'm not talking about physically. I'm talking about mentally and spiritually. When I'm coming to give you a word. At your door, and you cuss me out and say, man, get that goddamn final call out my for you old, you niggas ain't no Muslim. That ain't the time for me to say, well, nigga, yes, I am, nigga. Come on, nigga, what's up then? That ain't the time. That's a, Yes, sir, black man, you have a great day. I'll talk to you later. Have a great day. Now he's seeing, well, damn, 
look at how he's able to keep his composure and I just cussed him out. There you go. That'll make him feel bad. See, because he says sometimes when they'll test us and when they test us and then we act out and we fall short, he said, they'll say, see, I told you them niggas was just like us. I told you them niggas weren't no man of God. Look how that nigga, he, look how he blew up. So the way that we act out in the name of helping, see, if you're not, look at, look at what the, uh, Ooh, man, good. look, 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 look at this that right here. That destroys the culture. Look real. at this, look at this right here. There was some angels in, I think it was, some people came up to Jesus, right? They say, oh, Lord, Lord, look at all the great miracles I've done in your name. I say, ooh, boy, this scripture here cold. Look at all the miracles I've done in your name. See, they thinking they doing good. They thinking they helping. But look at what he said. He said, get thee away from me, you who practice lawlessness. Ooh, I said, God, dog. He said, basically, get thee away from me. But they run into him thinking that they done done all these miracles. What had to be going through their head? For them to be in a position like this, they couldn't have been consorting with him. Because mm. if you consorted with him and you watching him and you submitting to how he need help, there's no way he could have said, get thee away from me, who's practicing lawlessness. That means you went on your own understanding. Mm. That means you was doing your own thing in the name of helping, but you probably was destroying yourself. So if I ask you to come to my crib and help me clean out my garage, that ain't the time for you to be cleaning out my refrigerator. Yeah, I needed my refrigerator clean. Yeah, I needed my backyard cut. But you back there in the backyard, goddamn, uh, 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 mowing the yarn, uh, mowing the, the yard, <laughs> mowing the, the yard. <laughs> and I asked you to come over to 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 fix my to clean out my garage. And the garage never got clean. In the garage never, never got, got clean. clean. And now you have a problem because you've been corrected. About not helping with the garage, but you said, but I help you with the with the lawn. Hmm. But that ain't what I asked you for. So coming in a culture and doing things your way, you may think it helped. You may see a hole. But did you consult first with those who created the culture to see if what you did works for this culture? Hmm. Because what works for this culture may not work for this culture. And this is what we have to understand when mm. coming into organizations. That last business that you was in, they had a process and procedure that was good for that. But this right here, different, baby. Yeah. Yeah, this last one right here, yeah, you <laughs> yeah, you got off at 6 o'clock on the dot. Yeah, but I'm going to just keep it real. In ABS, it's 24-7. You may receive a text at 10 p.m. Yeah, <laughs> in, in, in corporate, they'll never, man, you probably ain't going to never get no. You'll probably sue, try to sue somebody, they text you at 11 we're going to text you at 1130. Oh, we need a graphic. Hey, man, I'm, I had an idea. If you And if you don't want that, that's cool. You just ain't for the team. But it's it's different It's different cultures. It's different systems. And what we're going and what you did, your experience, man, that's, man, that may be off the chain for this culture. But that experience, it, it, it don't make you better in this particular culture right here. So you have to submit. Your will <laughs> to the will of this culture and create some new skills okay. and create some new talents and create some new procedures mm. to dwell and thrive in this new culture that God has built. Brother Ben, oh my goodness, when you said that, bro, everybody that come, you know, uh, that end up being a part of ABS, everybody used to be an entrepreneur or are still entrepreneurial. Mm. It's funny how everybody come to the table and say, 
not not everyone on our team, but people that come to the table and say, man, I'm an entrepreneur. I do this and that, right? If as an entrepreneur, you know you work 24-7. Yeah. You work 24-7 to, to make $6,000 a come month. Come on. Come on, man. You making $8,000 a month for us, but you want to get off at seven. Come on, mm. man. <laughs> yeah. But it, 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 it boggles my mind how many people say, that they're entrepreneurial because they like the grind, they like the hustle, and then the moment you get an opportunity that replaces all the money you were making as an entrepreneur, mm. now you want to talk about time, schedule, and balance. Mm. Come on, Jake. Now you want to talk about that. Now you want to talk about, uh, you know, I need my rest time. Okay, if I if we were to take ABS away from you, how much would you be struggling? Like how you'll be worried about if this client gonna leave you? Why? Because at the end of the day, we, I need to go back to the employee. We all are employed. Everybody say, man, because uh, I want you to clear this up real quick because that's why I'm going back real quick before we uh, go to the next segment. We all are employed. Nobody makes their own money. You attract money. You add value to people's lives and you attract money. They, they compensate you because of the value that you bring. When you are out there as an entrepreneur, Customers are hiring you. That you're getting hired. And the moment they're done with your service or that you stop performing, what do customers do? Mm. They fire you. Facts. That's good. When you get fired. When you're working at a job, the job or the work that you're in, that's just that's just one big client. One big customer. And you add value to that customer and client. Guess what? The more value that you bring, the more that customer wants to extend services that you have. So if one customer client may start off, Brother Ben, they may start off on our technology. Then they say, man, I like how y'all, can I get your media? Then I say, man, can you get that, man? Can you manage this for me? Man, can you actually help me with my finances? Before you know it, they paying $10,000, dollars $30,000 a month working with us, but they started off at just $50 a month. Hmm. That's like you progressing, uh, progressing and getting promotions at a job. You get paid more money when that customer or client or that job feels like you can add more value to their situation. So we all, as I said, are hired. We all are employed. To be employed means you have to be hired by somebody who can employ you. They can employ you to a position. They can employ you to something that you need to do on behalf of them. But here's the problem, Jake. I, I, this the problem right here. The problem is you seeing those in front of you and ahead of you and leading you and you want their lifestyle, but you don't want to put their work in. Mm. You say, well, brother Ben, uh, Jake, you're an entrepreneur. I seen you take a break. You just you just went on the jet with your family. Y'all, yeah, you and AJ just, yeah, had a good time. I saw the pictures. Mm. Yeah, uh, man, y'all went out there to uh, uh, Puerto Rico ahead of time, and y'all was going out there to check it out. And y'all seen y'all on the jet ski. Yeah, brother Ben, you an entrepreneur, but what you don't see is that I mean, it was 10 years mm. before that that led up to this situation to where now we can take some breaks. Now we can take some pockets of breaks. So when you seeing an entrepreneur who's in front of you, you have to see the context that's behind it. That's why sometimes, you know, I just don't even say nothing. I, I can't tell you how many people around me, DM me, think digital real estate is going to change their life overnight. I'm sorry, it ain't. It can. 
But for most people, it ain't because you looking for the strategy. Hmm. You're not looking for the work and the time. Oh. You think going to section three, how do you do the video? And you put the words at the top and the bottom. You think that's going to change? You think that's going to get you 10,000 views? They not watching me because I put in. I, I, I'm not getting 10,000 views because I put the words on the top. I'm getting 10,000 views because I put in 10,000 hours. Hmm. They seen me grinding they seen how my video was blurred then it became clear they seen how i was broke down and i built that thing up they seen how i used to talk about going to sleep crashing i don't have no bedtime i crash it's not good for me but i crashed and i crashed on my laptop day after day after day after day making video after video so for you to even think getting my digital real estate program is going to change your life overnight is disrespectful to the work that was put in it's disrespectful mm. to the time that was put in i said this the other day on my on my instagram i said what you doing you copying somebody strategy and you're not getting the results that they're getting and you think you're a failure because you're not getting the results that they're getting it's not that you're not copying the strategy right is that they've been putting the work in for 10 years and you haven't. And you think, oh, well, well when I get up and say the same thing, I'm going to get the same results. No, the spirit be different. Mm. The spirit mm. is different when you don't when you got some scars. Mm. The spirit is different when you don't really done something. The energy that comes off is different when you don't really put some work in in the trenches. So when you first come up and you're trying to just repeat, you know, some banking stuff because Jake said it. Or you trying to repeat some digital real estate and giving value and passive impact? Because mm. I said it ain't going to hit different. See, the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan, when he's been working for over 60 years and you've seen his work, you've seen him struggle, you've seen him on video and pictures, you saw him sacrifice, you've heard about the sacrifice. When he say certain things, it's just going to hit your spirit different than when you just yep. coming into some knowledge and you want to say the same quote. Yep. You, you know what's crazy? What's crazy is that most people don't even realize Man. that when we travel, 99% of it is work. That's right. Matter of fact, I'll prove it. When I went with my wife, uh, and I don't mind being transparent out loud because I feel like a lot of people only show highlights. When I when I went with my, li my wife to a private island, uh, uh, um on a jet it was because i had to work on my marriage because my my marriage was being neglected because i was so enthralled in my work and and i had to i was there most people don't even know i was there and me and my wife did counseling with our counselor while out there so you going there, man y'all on this jet Man, y'all doing this? Y'all having us a good time? That was that was that was a crossroad where me and my wife had to work on some stuff, or it was gonna be it was gonna be bad. That this is this is this is what it is. Let let, let me tell you about the the cost, right? Cause I talked about the cost. Right when I came back home from the jet from being in Puerto Rico because it was a conference that we were working on. Mm -hmm. When I came back home to Dallas, I I went and stayed at a hotel for two days because my wife was mad because of a situation that that uh, that, uh because I was working so much mm. and she didn't feel like I saw her. We got into it and I left and stayed at a hotel. Let me tell you about the cost. Come on. Let's talk about the cost. Everybody always want to talk about, man, y'all doing this and I want to be like you. Do you really want to be Come in on. this position? Come mm -hmm. on.
Do you really want to be stressed out and making sure that at minimum y'all do y'all hit two hundred and twenty thousand dollars because everybody, including your family and both your mamas and everybody on on payroll. Mm. You you still trying to figure out how to make two hundred thousand? Come on. Mm. And we trying to make sure payroll is covered for 200,000. Two different things. Do do you really want to know the cost? The cost of uh, of laying in a bed with somebody who's your soulmate, but they don't understand your work your work position and them trying to lose themselves to really get caught up in Do you know what it costs for 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 your wife to still be looking at you like who you used to be and don't and having a hard time accepting who you are? This is the cost. Mm. This is the cost of being misunderstood. We're talking about the cost. You you looking on the jet? Do you know the cost? The cost it costs for safety. Mm. You see, you see our you see our you see our security. Yeah, you see our shadow. That's our shadows. You understand the cost? You understand the cost of making sure we fly safe. You understand the cost? See, everybody want to talk about the benefits. But you don't realize the cost, mm. what you lose, how much you lose. Can't go hang out with friends because of how valuable you are to the community. Can't just go chill and just be by yourself and low key. Me and my wife on a retreat, uh, 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 making sure that we mend our marriage and we got to have security there. Mm. Sitting at the table eating with us. So before you look online and before you find yourself envious Mm. of people in different positions than you are, check your heart and your spirit because you may want the benefits, but you don't want the cost. You don't want to pay the real price. You don't want to pay that. Mm. You think that you want that. You don't want that. There it is. The cost. And you want to pay the cost to be the boss now. Now, now, now I want to get into the, some solutions. And, and of course, y'all may agree, uh, but y'all can add on what y'all have saw or what, what, what else we've done. But the main thing that I know that me and Brother Jake has been able to do, majority of our employees outside of who he already had here, Shan, at Elijah. Um, Maybe like three, four people. Yeah, three, four people. Yeah. Almost all the other ones outside of his, his, his friends came through the tribe and the tribe is something that me and brother jake started as just business school yep we say man we want to educate our people business school on that call number nine with sister tia she came and she was open and she was vulnerable and she was just talking about how there's a lot of trauma that she's been going through and she just told her and we was talking about her why some told me to do a live about what's your why and when she started crying and being vulnerable, Ed, Every, I'm talking about everybody the on the call was like, yep. well, dang, I done been through this. And that men was crying. I'm talking about grown men and women. And I mean, we just, man, I'm like, man, it's some powerful stuff. So we, the, there was like, the tribe was like, man, this is a tribe. This ain't just no business school. They literally man, voted is, live. This is a tribe. Yeah. Like, this is different. So we just kept it going. And so what we, what we saw was we started looking at, Cause me and brother Jay were gonna do everything. I don't man. We was running. We were trying yep. to set up Patreon. We were trying to figure yep. out what platform. We was just juggling, man. How we gonna do this? Yep. And we had a brother named Jason King. He's in there, brother Jason King, man. Man, this brother was like a God sent brother, man. I mean, this brother was helping everybody out. I mean, it's it's almost as 
it was almost like I couldn't believe it. He wasn't getting paid to do this. Didn't he ask was, for a check. I mean, didn't ask for nothing. Didn't ask for extra. Didn't say I need more. Didn't say I need time. See, look at look at this now. Look at the pattern. Brother was up late at night Eyes after like tribe this. calls. <laughs> yeah. Still. After tribe calls, helping people on the phone with people, inboxing people. I'm talking about hundreds of people. Was we had to tell him, brother, start charging. Good brother, man. We had to tell brother, come on, man, this your time. And man. he didn't even want to charge because he didn't want to take away from the tribe, Great bro. <laughs> this is facts, man. Then we had a brother, <laughs> brother Sean, Sean Item. He came and he doing his thing. He helping to help just, Jason because he saw Jason. Jason was sleeping. Jason was doing so much. <laughs> Sean started helping, answering questions, entrepreneurship. Man, mental questions, trauma. I mean, they just helping people. Sister Victoria was already working with me, but she started coming in and she doing the same thing. Then eventually we got Sister Naomi. She said, I didn't even, she said, I didn't even want to charge. I didn't need a dime. I just wanted to help. Mm. I just wanted to help. I just wanted to help. And the way that she doing with them sisters so spiritual. She putting so much time. She calling people. Let me, she doing checkups. Hey, how you doing? Yeah. You, you all right? sessions with people she ain't got to do that yeah. man it's people who do the work that she doing getting paid tens of thousands of dollars amir, easy amir can't uh, uh, work uh, for uh, free uh, 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 a, uh, a minute i mean an hour the type of work she doing amir what was it a year amir can't work for us for free for a year a year for free man sister connie she worked for two and a half years free two and a half years for free i tried so for anybody yeah, to man to be coming into <laughs> our culture Asking for some damn payment when you're getting paid probably higher than anybody in your field and our foundation of ABS was all free. Brother Wayne. And it free. wasn't free. Let me <laughs> and let me say this. It wasn't free, meaning we just want to use you as a slave. That ain't what we saying. They want you to serve. You shouldn't be getting paid your value. But they wanted to just serve. To they us, wanted yeah. to just help. They wanted to give value. They saw that we was growing. Story. Uh uh work for free for for Four months. And 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 actually, uh, I did a sure. six minute video uh for Brother Ben and for Brother Jake. Um, you know, coming into this to this company for me started out, uh, of course I knew Brother Ben and he introduced me to Brother Jake and um being the author of Determined to Change, working on that book, just being around the the the, the studio and being around at the facility. Uh, working on my book, uh, Rest in Peace, Miss Connie, which was my editor, mm -hmm. and um, just just seeing the field and just seeing them in real time working, seeing Jake come in, seeing Brother Ben in the studio, and I'm I'm just sitting there looking at them, and I'm seeing other people answer the phones and assist. I'm seeing Sister Shane, I'm seeing Brother Adelijah in his office, and I'm looking around, and I'm like, I need to be a part of this some way, somehow, you know, just the spirit of seeing how everybody was grinding man how everybody was in it and everybody that i talked to that has come on to the team said that they felt the exact same thing mm -hmm. they felt that they they had that feeling like i i i, I want to be a part of this i need to be a part of this 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 is something that is this is this is this is way above just some title or some description. Yeah. This is more of a damn mission. Yeah. This is a mission, man, where we literally are taking this thing and it's divine. It's a divine vehicle that God himself has set up. He talked about the tribe and how people was crying in this. That's why I always say on my own platform when I go live, when I'm speaking about determined to change, 
The only reality is the reality of God. That's the only reality. All of us are just different attributes and expressions and entities mm. of the reality of God. This is why it's so powerful to give testimonies because your testimony is the highest manifestation of revealing how God is inside of yourself. And everybody can connect to that. When this person cried down, this person crying, grown ass men and women crying to one another and nobody is judging nobody. Right. Yeah. So that's very powerful, uh, brothers and sisters. This is this is something, man, that um, it's 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 unexplainable, man. It's just I heard the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan say this, and I'm gonna close. The minister said that when God touch you, He don't touch everybody. Mm -hmm. He don't touch everybody. Now, just because He touched me today, don't mean He won't touch you tomorrow, or you or touch you the next day. But God don't touch everybody at the same time. When he touch you, and, and when Jake was talking about, and Brother Ben was talking about being misunderstood, I know what that feels like. Yeah. I remember doing time in prison in 15 years, and everybody used to always say, oh, that nigga crazy. Oh, he, he didn't came to prison and went crazy. No, nah, it's just being misunderstood. Mm. Because I, I didn't, I, I couldn't put a, I couldn't put a, I couldn't put a location on it, or I couldn't really just set it, but I didn't know what was going on, but I, I used to hear people say, oh, that nigga going crazy. That nigga get out. He going to do this and that. And don't you know those same people that will say that now that I'm in a position blessed by God to be around a great position and, 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 and be on a great mission. I'm an author, man. I got a book out that's gaining momentum and people from California to New York know what determined the change is. And I see these same people, and they just sit there, and they text me. They DM me. Hey, man, let's work together. Hmm. Oh, man. Oh, no, brother. <laughs> I'm busy. Now you got that misunderstood. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm <laughs> right. I'm, I'm busy, man. I'm, 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 I, I didn't fell into what God has for me, and I'm, you know, and they look at me, and they, and they in awe, and they, 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 they DMing me, and, man, even my family, even people in my family, when I became Muslim in prison, seeing my vision, they rejected it. They rejected it, but I held on to it. Now... Everybody is, oh, man, you doing your thing, you know, this and that. Man, you done hooked up this and that. And I would tell them, yes, it, man, it was God, man. That's that's all I can tell you was the reality of God and the power of God in me that connected to these brothers and these sisters. And, man, we on a mission. Man, I, 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 I want to go back okay. to what I was saying about this tribe. Hey, Brother Jason. Can y'all get brother bring get brother Jason to come on here? Uh, we going yeah, to lie. We wrong. <laughs> we ain't corporate. We gonna, come right, on, Brother so, Jason. So, so, because... Because inside of the tribe, inside of this tribe, we would see what somebody was Jason. doing, and this is what we hired them on for. So I want to come on, brother, on brother, Jason. Side, brother Jason. Come on, come on, brother Jason. Yeah, we're gonna bring brother Jason on today. This is brother Jason manifested from online. This is somebody that we saw online, and he's here in the flesh now. So, brother Jason, we was talking about uh, how uh, let, let's let uh, uh, brother Wynn and brother Jason switch. No, yeah. man. Okay, man, gonna we, sit. Man, okay. Come on, man. This is ABS brother show. Oh, we're gonna do a mic. Listen, man. When we when we when we was building up the ABS tribe, you was so helpful. The most helpful person in the tribe in the beginning. What was your mindset and why did you do that? Because I want I really want to help them understand how we built our tribe, how we built our culture. And if somebody wants to be a part of something, the type of mindset and heart that they need to have. Well, my um, we're gonna have to, yeah. The first thing, <laughs> <laughs> the first thing that I, I thought about was when I was in the tribe was what, what Ben was telling us. I wanted to duplicate myself after him. 
he used to come onto my page and tell me all these things. So I was saying to myself, I see all these people in, in, in this group that need help. So scoot they, up, scoot started, up to the mic. they started putting <laughs> questions in there and asking millions and millions of questions. I said, I say, okay, so I'm going to go ahead and start answering these questions. And I was just answering them every day, every day, all throughout the night, just going back and forth because I wanted to give back from the knowledge that I was learning. I didn't want nothing from the people. I just wanted to help them mm. because I, I could see how hard it was for them to structure the videos, put the words on the videos. Well, I say, you do this, you do that. Well, what video do you need to go look at? You can go look at the, the Jake Stone video at mm. this time. You can just one minute, 28 seconds, 17 minutes. This is yep. what you need to go look for. So I was telling them exactly what they needed to do, how to set up their Facebook page, how to get their stuff going. I was like, I have to make sure that y'all understanding this because once you see me do it, you're going to spread it out to everybody else. Mm. And that was that was my whole goal for not to get anything from nobody. I just said, I just want to help. I want y'all to see what these brothers have put into me and bring it back to y'all so y'all can do it to somebody else. That's and let, right. And let me ask you this. Are you struggling to pay your bills and take care of your family right now? No, sir. <laughs> now, now. Let's go bring somebody else. No, hold on. Hold, yeah, we're going to uh, bring somebody else. Now, before see, this. Mogul. What position was you in that you shared with us online that you was in because of the pandemic? Right before we was able to bring you on the ABS, I, I had lost my job. I, I got let go, and they just dismissed me from a barbecue place I was working. I was a pit master, and then when the pandemic hit, they let me go, and I was on unemployment. And I took that money, and I was say, because I had been watching Brother Ben for years, and I said, this is this is what I have to do. I was getting pulled to him, and I said, I don't have nothing else to lose. I'm gonna put this with this brother, and I'm gonna trust in him. And so I put that there, and after that, everything changed. Mm. Everything changed because I said I put everything in God's hand. I said, "This is where you want me Facts. to go." That's right. I just let it. I, I let it go, and I said, "I'm not gonna worry about it." And from there, everything has changed. Everything has been up in the last year. I, I used to have ulcers and all type of bad stuff when I worked at that place. I hadn't had no ulcers, no panic attacks, wow. everything. I, my whole life has changed. And it's a, it's a true blessing. So I, I tell people, when y'all come looking for the tribe, we always want people to come into the tribe. Like, it it, it just changes your life. Hmm. And, and, and how much money did you make in four weeks? In four weeks, so when I started and I got in there and I, I made a course, if y'all don't know about it, but it's uh, a <laughs> dropshipping drop bandit. bandit. So I was like, I got to find some way to give back to the people or, or master some things. And then I started drop shipping and I made $11,000 in four weeks drop shipping. Come on. And and the reason he's the head of drop shipping bandit, because we said, Hey man, yeah, I taught it, but you done mastered this. Mm. You done did this in four weeks. So what me and brother Jake, we ain't trying to keep us the head all the time. It's no. just us. It's just me. No, we say, man, if this your thing, you be the head of this. You get paid off this course. You've been coaching him. You the one been talking to him. Let's find a way to empower him. And that's what we did. And so the reason he came on the team, not because he DM and say, can I be on the team? Hey, let me, come on, let's work together. Come on, can I be with y'all? He said, no, I'm going to get in that tribe. I'm going to be valuable to that tribe. And by me and Jake seeing how powerful he was to the tribe in his heart, that's what brought him on to ABS and that's how the culture works. Can you go get a mirror for us? And, and speaking of that, I, I think we talked we talked about culture, right? And talking about culture, I think it's important because 
in a way, the tribe began to be our recruiting. Pool. That's right. You know, it the tribe became our college. You know how most universe, uh, most um, uh, companies they have a couple of colleges that they go in, they work with, and they work with the students to build up. Come on, <laughs> get it <God> here. <laughs> how they how they work with certain universities and put programs in place so that they can be able to. Um, uh, to develop their, you know, their their next superstars, and the tribe has literally became our place where we can actually figure out and filter who got the spirit, and and who has some an attribute that we would need or that we could use inside of the mission and the work of God. So so mogul, um, what 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 in your crazy uh, ass mind made you uh, want to work for free with us for a year? Um, honestly, at that time in my life, it was, as you knew, it was crazy, but I knew I could make my own money. So, um, it was really just when I first, when I first ho heard you speak at the, the dinner party, I was like, there's something about that man that I needed to mm -hmm. be around because you were speaking things that made sense to me. Um, and it's funny cause it's about insurance, but it wasn't mm. right. And then I realized, I looked you up, I was like, oh, he a superstar, he don't even know it. He used to say that all the time. <laughs> like, he, uh, he's really a superstar, and he doesn't even know it. And it's crazy because I'm like, I see it, and then what you wanted from me, I knew I couldn't do. Mm. I didn't have the platform, I didn't have the people, no one was looking at me like that other than for, you know, modeling and stuff, but I knew Ben could. And I knew that, like, instantly. I was like, okay, he needs something that I can't do, but I know somebody that can, might as well put him together. So I tried my best to make sure that y'all didn't mess that up for y'all selves by making y'all be friends. And it it definitely it seemed like it worked out beautifully. It's funny because he he started getting a little jealous in the beginning. You remember that? <laughs> but, but 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 with that, because we gotta we gotta cut the show and we'll we'll probably continue next time. But with Mogul doing that, this is how I knew the heart of Mogul. And I didn't even know where Mogul really belonged. Even though he used the camera, like, we needed graphics. We needed some other mm -hmm. stuff. And all he was doing was shooting. At the time, we needed videos and stuff going out. But Mogul uh, hooked me and, ben, me and Ben up. Me and me and Brother Ben built the tribe, and then we completely took all of the companies online and took off, right? He never asked me for an assignment fee. He never asked me, hey, bro, can I, can I get some of that? Because without me introducing y'all, y'all never would have done this. He never, never, ever asked me for a raise. Hey, man, I know y'all making a bread. Like, can I, can I get this? And and that right there showed me the heart of Mogul because I was like, yo, like that. Now, that's the mission in the heart of God to where you just wanted to connect people because you knew yes. the fulfillment of that could do a lot of great things for other people. Yeah. So and I want to close with this, something that I learned from my big sister, Sister Wendy Muhammad. She said, when people show their hand, and put an invoice on it and always put that number out there, she says, thank you, you have just showed me what the number is to basically separate us. I'll pay it to you, but you lost a position that you could have been in that could have made you a lot more, but you were so money hungry that I'll give you that here. And now you missing out on what you could have got if you would have just stayed focusing on the value and focusing on the mission. So with that being said, my name is Brother Ben X. And I'm Dr. Jake Taylor Jacobs. And I'm Brother Winford X. And that's ABS Brothers. See you on the next episode. Love Peace. Gang. Peace.